Welcome to They Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 209, Lake Placid 3. Don't forget this podcast. Please don't forget us. Like they could. <laughs> be sad. <laughs> It'd be very we are sad. unforgettable. What is that? It's not... What is that? When you're not famous... We're infamous. Infamous, thank you. I'm having trouble with words tonight. I can't remember them. Like I'm having one of those nights where I'm so tired I can't remember my words. No, that bodes well. I know, right? What is this again? Oh, a movie. Yeah, well, not really. I mean, it's a loose term for this movie. <laughs> movie. Just hey, this is a Sci-Fi Channel original. How dare you? That's not saying much. I mean, we're watching MST3K, which has lots of sci-fi movies on it. So just saying, have they done this movie? Because they should have. No, it's too new. I know. I figured as much, but I figured I'd ask. So, Hi, Chaos. Hi, Carnage. How's it hanging? You Lighting. were not expecting that. Low-hanging fruit. I love low-hanging fruits. It is generally so, ripe. And easy to get, grab and eat. Yes, that too. <clears throat> How about yourself? Um, I'm it's slightly to the left. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm happy it's Friday again. It's been a rough week for both of us. Yeah, so it has. it's always nice to have this beacon of the weekend, as I call it. Weekend beacon. Beacon weekend. What did you say? Weekend beacon. Weekend beacon. Yes, there you go. It's our weekend beacon. Yeah. So this officially starts our weekend. So it's a nice something to look forward to. Yes. Because, I mean, I hate fighting with you and I hate doing this podcast. But otherwise, it just does bring that this is the weekend. Oh. I'm just kidding. Nice. Kidding. Mm-hmm. Of course I'm kidding. Anything go well in your week? I sold a lot of stuff. That's good. But it was very fucking busy. Yeah, I know. I could tell you were busy every day. So Mav and Cass have me on a group message. I think we've talked about this before. Mav and Cass, who Mav, you guys know. And some days it'll be like two before I get to look at this 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 message chain, and there's like ninety six missed messages. Like seriously, I don't know how they have the time to text during their day. But it's always funny when I look and I'd be like, I missed like 40 some messages and I've got to catch up now. And I'm like, I've got five minutes to say hi and play catch up. And it's yeah. it's like a challenge for me because that's a lot of days. So, yeah, it is. I don't know how Mav does it. I mean, I'm a slacker. That's how I do it. Mav must be a slacker, too. I like to say I'm a slacker, but I guess I'm really not if I can't text and work at the same time. Or maybe I just don't have multitasking skills. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't. I'm terrible at multitasking. Everybody's like, like at work, at my job, um, my my supervisor's always trying to give me like multitasking like tips, and I'm just like, no, <laughs> no, I we can't. We won't be doing that today. <laughs> I'm not going to do that because I can't. And I know this about myself. I am not a multitasker. 
I feel it's good to have self-awareness, don't you? I think so. <laughs> but then sometimes her tips are like, well, when you're in a meeting, just pretend you're in the meeting and do claims instead. Like, oh, okay, part of my, like, review process, like, one of the items in my annual review is participating in meetings. <laughs> but no, sure, I'll just ignore them so I can get more claims in. I love it. Yeah. Nice. And they don't, like, log time, log your claims where they notice, hey, weren't you in a meeting during that time? They totally could notice that, <laughs> yes. I love that. My yeah. boss caught one of my coworkers doing that one time. They got railed for it. It was great. I probably shouldn't use that as the verb because that means something completely different. They got in trouble for it. Yes. Yes. Well, right. Exactly. And, you know, I mean, like the last thing I need is to get in trouble for doing something my supervisor told me to do. Right. Unless it's in writing. Right. Because <laughs> then it's real easy to just get thrown under the bus. I like a good bus throw, though, every once in a while. Not when I'm on the receiving end. No, I do enjoy that too. No, I'm saying I don't like it. Oh, when no, but I'm on I the enjoy receiving when you're on the end. end. Yeah, okay, you. thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Just kidding. Um, should we tell them who we are and what we do? Sure. We are They Mostly Podcast at Night. Mostly. We are two best friends of 20 years who bicker and banter our way through a different horror movie each week. We take turns picking the flicks so you don't have to, mostly because we want to share movies with each other and our lovely audience. Sometimes we pick a flick just to annoy the other person. And um, ooh, let's see, because that's how our friendship goes. Hashtag friendship goals. It lives in the hashtag Mariana's Trench of Hate, where we have our very own octagon so we can duke it out where we, when we don't see eye to eye on movies. Also, uh, warning now for spoilers ahead and expletives ahead. Lots of expletives. Fucking A. Oh, you were missing Dexter today. I just saw that. Yeah. Guess what I'm doing while we're podcasting? <laughs> Looking at Facebook. That's timestamped too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I was looking for a special post for this podcast, but I could not find it. Mm. No, um, you weren't. You liar. You were looking at Dexter. Oh, I was looking Dexter. at Dexter, our former mascot. Our former mascot, Dexter, who has sadly passed on. Um. Well, this week, Chaos decided to afflict upon me Lake Placid 3. Even though we haven't seen two yet. I guess that doesn't matter, though. Apparently not. I didn't think it did. No, I don't think it did either. I barely remembered one. It didn't matter. So. One had Betty White. I remember that. And I guess two has Cloris Leachman as her sister, oh. which is kind of cool. Like, I would love Cloris Leachman as Betty White's sister in a regular universe. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, so, that is but... pretty awesome. It was done in t 2010, and it went straight to video, kids. I'm not quite sure why that it didn't get a, you know, dramatic release on the theater. You're not sure? It was a Sci-Fi <laughs> Channel original. Need I say more? Somehow it got a rating of R. Um, it was an hour and 33 minutes long, and it got an impressive, I don't know how it got the score, a 3.3 on the IMBD scale. Uh -huh. How about the tomato meter? So glad you asked, because you see, the tomato meter is a dash dash, a.k.a. there is no tomato meter, because Christ. there are only two critics' reviews for this movie. Um, no critics' consensus, and an audience score of just 15%. That's more like it. That is way more like it. 
And there's only like a little over 500 rate, like 500 ratings. 502 so. now. So yeah. Whereas um, it looks like on IMDb they got 4,800 ratings. So well, that's because IMDb is far superior to Tomato Reader. Oh yeah, shots fired. It's true. No, it's not. No, it's totally fucking true. Sorry about no, you. No, it's not. Sorry about you. Sorry about you. Um, how about we do the cast in your own time? Well, I don't know. Because you're what do you wanna, just Joe. What do you want to go through cast-wise? Oh, um, I went all the way it. through Brett. Okay. So the whole list through Brett. You don't want to do Aaron? For. Or Vika? No. Or Tara? No. I ain't, stop. No. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Okay. Nathan was Colin Ferguson. He was from Christmas in Montana. Christmas on Honeysuckle Lane. That sounds like a winner right there. And the house next door. And he was in Eureka. He was in Eureka too. I went for the worst movies possible though, honestly, this time. Oh. Other than this one. Okay. Reba was Yancey Butler. Um, we are going to bookmark her and come to the end, actually, because I've got questions. Okay. So let's bookmark her. Susan was Kirsty Mitchell. Uh, she was in Casualty, Down a Dark Hall, and Firequake. <laughs> Firequake. Yeah, we got to watch that movie, by the way. Like, we have to have, like, a whole disaster month, because I feel like that can kind of fit with us, because disaster is a kind of horror. Some people are afraid of quakes and volcanoes and all sorts of stuff. I don't know if it's really horror, but I think a disaster month would be fun. I think we should do it. I think we should. Just saying. Okay, we'll do it. Okay. Ellie was Casey Clark. She's in Resident Evil Afterlife, The Cold, and I Spit on Your Grave, too. Connor was Jordan Grays. He was in Death Walk, Private Peaceful, and Oliver Twist. Sheriff Tony Willinger was Michael Ironside. Okay, look, we have to have a talk here for a second. He was in Starship Troopers. Yep. He was in Total Recall. Yep. He was in Top Gun. Yep. He is a good actor. Yep. Why was he in this movie? Michael Ironside, what happened? We need to chat. He needed to make a house payment. No, I don't care. I don't care. Do it on your back. Don't do this movie. <laughs> don't do this movie, Michael. You are a talented, intelligent, and handsome actor. Don't do this movie, Michael. Go in a time machine. I was going to say, I think it's a movie. little late to tell no. him not to do no. the movie. There was a time machine somewhere, and he needs to use it. Bad Michael Ironside. Bad. Okay. Okay. Brett was Mark Evans. <laughs> he was in Tower of Silence Instinct, and he was actually a Eurovision 2009 contestant for Great Britain. Wow. That's hilarious. It is. Okay, so can we go to back to Yancey for a Let's second? Let's circle back to Yancey okay. Butler. All right. Huge. I know we always warn for spoilers. This is a huge fucking spoiler right now. Okay. Reba dies in the end, yes? Yes. No, she doesn't. She comes back because Yancey Butler comes back in Lake, Pla- Lake Placid final chapter and Lake Placid versus Anaconda. Reba survives this somehow. Even though she died in this one, they bring her back. She clearly died. She clearly died. Like, half her body was gone. Yeah. No, like, her whole body's back in those two movies. It ate off her in... Like, she was just a torso at the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, we definitely have to watch these two movies now. She clearly died. No, she didn't. She, she, they, they fixed her. They did like, they made her stronger, faster, better. Like six million dollar man, billion dollar man, whatever. They repaired her. I mean, I would. She, I love her. I would definitely watch those other two movies just for her. Okay, but, we need to now. But I am so confused. I did not want to watch this movie, but now we need to watch the final chapter one. Yeah, because I think that one comes first, and then. Versus Anaconda, which just sounds like a whole fuck up in itself. That sounds fantastic. So we have to watch that one. Because in what universe do those two monsters see each other? Just saying. Yeah. Oh, and she was also in Shark Weekend, Kick-Ass 1 and 2. Those are so less important. But yeah, in the Lake Placid. Kick-Ass was a good movie. I never saw number two. I didn't either. I liked Kick-Ass 1, but I was just amazed by the whole, she's dead, but she comes back. And I want to know how. Interesting. With, you know, just a torso. Unless she's really just a torso in a wheelchair, which I don't think she is. <laughs> Although that would be pretty interesting for a remake. So. I definitely want that. Okay. I'm so interested as to how in the world they're going to swing that. Can I tell you the ingredients to this cast as well, too? Sure. You have two Americans only, two Canadians, a Scot, two Brits, a Norwegian, and two Bulgarians. It is like a fucking mixing pot. Melting pot? That too, of cast. They didn't really melt that well. They mixed. They didn't melt. Oh, okay. It wasn't a good melt. They're like shaken, not stirred? Yeah, exactly. They didn't settle into the... But I just thought that was interesting. I'm like, usually it's like, okay, you have one Brit here or there, but like two Brits, a Scot, a Norwegian, and two two Bulgarians. What the fuck? If you watch the credits, there's a lot of Bulgarian names too. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, no, it wasn't Sean Bulgaria though. It was shot, like, in California or some shit. Hold on. Please hold. Oh, fuck me. No, I don't need him. Well, I mean, I do, but I don't need him for this movie. Um. Yeah, it was shot in Bulgaria. Part of it was shot in Bulgaria. Yep. So okay. I thought so. That's probably why. Um, it says filming locations, Bulgaria. And it doesn't tell you any more than that. This is so helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just says Bulgaria. But that explains why the melodic... And that explains... No. No, but it explains the two actors of Bulgaria. Yeah. For sure. So. Um, do you want a little summary? I would love one of Carnage's famous five-second summaries. Kid feeds baby crocs and things, of course go awry okay i want to say those i know those were supposed to be baby crocs my ass they were those were regular sized adult crocodiles mm-hmm. and how do you think those things are cute i don't know like if they were like little itty bitty things they were maybe oh they're adorable when they're itty bitty like the ones that were at the end that were just swimming in the water and like, oh, you got cute. You yeah know? very cute I could see, I could see the little brat kid being attached to those, and mm-hmm. then in the, the two and a half years growing up to the fucking monster crocs they became to be. Yeah, but they weren't cute when he met him. I would have been like, if I was his age, I love animals. I still would have been screaming my ass off for my mommy. Be like, those weren't cute. Why would you make them pets? Oh, I know this kid is really stupid. Oh, can, <laughs> mm-hmm. yes, incredibly stupid. 
And so are his parents, I was going to say, his parents are too, though. Come on. I mean, who doesn't notice, like, three things, three three three-pound packages of ground beef just missing from your freezer? Like, Mm. oh, God, did we eat ground beef yesterday? We must have had, like, a nine-pound meatloaf because it's gone. I mean. And when they tell him, they tell him, like, hey, can you give us a minute? And they kick him out of the room. And then they're like, where'd he go? It's like, you kicked him out of the room. You weren't paying any attention to him. This movie is horrible, by the way. Yeah, it is. Um... Oh, so, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, it is. So, apparently, it does take off from the last one because Sophie, which is Cloris Leachman's character, has died. Mm-hmm. And Nathan's his, her grandson? Son? Nephew? I want to say Third cousin, twice nephew. removed. I thought he was her nephew. He was a relation of some kind. Yeah, he was a relative. So he must have inherited her cabin. Yeah, her he inherited the cabin. Her this cabin, I'm pretty sure this cabin was Betty White's cabin. And then it was left to her sister and then it was left to him. Which would be no if we saw Lake Placid too, right? Yeah, but we didn't. Um but really, I mean you aside from like a couple little details, you didn't need to see the second one. Supposedly we're in Maine, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll thought you take it from here then. Well, we're on Black Lake, which is why it never made any sense to me why it was called Lake Placid, because it's Black Lake. Not to be confused with the real Lake Placid, which is an actual place that it did not take place in. So there's that. <laughs> but we d- discussed that when we did Lake Placid. Yes. So first we've got some hitchhikers. They um, they immediately go down to the lake and get eaten by crocodiles. Were they nude in your version? Yeah. Okay, my version didn't have any full frontal or anything. No, it, they weren't. You, didn't, you saw like, from the back that they were nude. You saw from the back. That they okay, because yeah. there was they were saying there was one version that they did show nudity, and I was oh. like, okay, that wasn't my version. So, not that I care. I'm just asking. No, there was no full frontal or anything. It was just from the back. You saw that they were nude. Um, they immediately get hitchhikers. I mean, they immediately get <laughs> eaten by the crocs, the little crocs, the the babies, the little ones that are just as big as regular crocs, but they were babies. Um, then we see Nathan's character. He's having a flashback to watery deaths on the dock. That's the only real, that and talking about the ant are the only real things that connect us to the second movie. And then you basically don't need to know anything about the second movie. Which is funny because he wasn't even in the second movie. Right. That makes so much sense. Um, I did like when they're looking around the house to see what they need to clean in out. They find a chainsaw in the fridge. Yeah, I was like, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, I liked that. Um, and then the sheriff comes by to see them. Um, he has to make some comments about a six foot five crossdresser who came at him with a machete. I was just like, dude, let make a better joke. Like, seriously. Yeah, he was saying that was worse than a monster croc. Well, little did he know. Yeah, right. He says he's dredged, or he's searched the lake three separate times, and he never found any crocodiles. Therefore, there are no crocodiles in this lake, and it's absolutely safe. How the fuck? I know you could probably miss the four regular size 
quote unquote babies. How the fuck do you miss a monster croc like that? Well, that's a monster. They croc. say later that they think that monster croc came in. Um, there's another like that wasn't one of those babies that grew up really big. No, that was a separate croc. It was a separate croc that came in after he had searched the lake. Seriously, like, yeah. where did it come from? From their habitat, that because they Florida? reintroduced elk into this area, so then the croc comes where the food is. Also not native to Maine. No. Elk are not native to Maine. No, they're not. Crocodiles, not native to Maine. Not native why to Maine. Why do you pick Maine of all places, guys? Like, seriously. Yeah, like, why didn't they just set this in Florida? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't think elk are native to Florida, though, either. But they could have been, like, after deer or something down there. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, but you could have... I mean, anything will live in Florida. It's warm <laughs> enough. So Anything stupid will live in Florida. <laughs> So you can, hell, you can put elk in Florida. It would be fine. It should be there for aesthetic purposes, like the palm trees. It's fine. No need to I worry mean, about. Florida, and, Florida, no. Florida's got so many invasive species. They can say, deal with another no, one. No worry about ecological impact at all. Yeah. Just throw, let's throw let's Noah's Ark it for fuck's sake and just throw two of each animal in Florida and see what happens. I'm just curious. Let's Population get some polar explosion. bears. Let's get some let's get some red pandas. Let's get some tigers and two lions. Like but not in captivity. Oh no. Let them roam free and let's see what happens to Florida. But let's wall Florida off so like nobody can get out and nothing can get out. And just it could be like a one big petri dish of a petri dish of experimentation. I'm for Turn Florida me. into a giant, like, bloodthirsty biodome. Yes. Are you for it? Yes. I'm absolutely. so for it. Disney could be their grounds of, uh, of, uh, like, home base. Yeah. Like, all the researchers. They could, like, stay in Disney. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, these these parents, they don't pay any attention to their son. No, Susan. Is it Susan? Is yes. Susan's realtor, realtor extraordinaire. And Nathan, who's an EPA agent, like one of the shittiest EPA agents I've ever met, though. Yeah, let's he's be honest. He's tracking elk that have been introduced into the wild with um, a radio antenna. <laughs> Which Reba has to have the exact same one. Yeah. They both got him at Radio Shack. Yeah. Rest in peace, um, Radio Shack. So they don't pay any attention to their son, so their son leaves the house. <coughs> <coughs> And he goes down to the water, and these little crocodiles appear. And he says, oh, sweet. Well, I've got some jerky in my pocket. And so he throws jerky to the crocodiles, and the crocodiles are like, ooh, food. This tastes way better than elk does. Sweet. Yeah, I'd pick fresh elk any day. Sorry. And, um, well, it's human food. Of course, wild animals or any kind of animal would like human food. Do you really think I eat a fresh elk? Honestly, like I'm going to go and eat half an elk right now. It's probably delicious. Not raw. Well, I didn't say you were going to eat it raw. Well, they ate it raw. They're crocodiles. <laughs> You're not a crocodile. Are you 100% sure of that? Yes. I have a big mouth like a crocodile. You do, but you can talk. So can they, chaos. No. <laughs> So next thing you know, he's like, oh, I'll come back another time and I'll bring you more meat. <laughs> Fucking um, idiot kid. Two years later, 
these it goes to two years later these people still don't pay attention to their son and he's he's coming to the crocs to throw them big giant packages of meat from the parents freezer that's been disappearing for two years like how that's why i bring it up again how do you not notice that much meat missing and i know it was 2010 so meat costs an arm and a leg right well, now they don't even notice their son missing i mean well they've got a babysitter for him i mean it's fine right <laughs> and apparently he smokes oh I, yeah. I love this i love this i'm sorry i'm gonna jump you a second yeah so the mother the kid gets busted shoplifting meats from a grocery store because they're out of meat at their house obviously the babysitter has hid the cigarettes and lighter in his backpack and the mother thinks that the kid is smoking not that the babysitter hid like she believes that her nine-year-old boy is smoking more than the babysitter hid her smokes in the kid's part packing right i know she's like, like he said it was it was what was her name vika vika he said it was Vika's, but she doesn't even smoke. And I'm like, seriously, you believe you don't believe your son over a woefully bad babysitter? <laughs> like, you just you don't believe that the adult smokes. You think that the kid smokes, a nine year old right. child. Yes, of course. Like what? Okay, and if he is smoking, have a little self reflection, mom. Because how did he get those cigarettes? Because of you. He learned it by watching you. <laughs> See, those 1980s drug commercials do help. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's funny you bring up Vika, because we were just talking about bad babysitters last week, weren't we? Yeah. Weren't we just having this conversation about bad babysitters? Were we? Yes, we were. Yes, we last Friday. Last Friday, yep. So you guys got to like comment and tell us what your bad babysitting story was, because we really want to know. So go to the Instagram under this post and comment on it, because we really fucking want to know. Like, give us your babysitting horror stories. Babysitting horror stories. We want to know. Yeah. Sorry to derail you. No, that's do, no problem. Um. So they think he's smoking. Then we cut to um Reba the cougar. Really, the cougar. She's hot. What do you want? She's a hunter. She's a hot hunter. She's a hot hunter. She is in a bar. Um, she is, she's got two male companions with her, but she's hitting on the young waiter. AKA, I call them Cannon and Fodder. <laughs> yes. Well, he's not going to become Cannon Fodder. He's just a young waiter that gets hit on. No, I meant the two hunters that were with her. Cannon Oh, the two hunters are Cannon and Fodder. Yes. yes. That's their names. One's Cannon, one's Fodder. So then we're introduced to Brett. He shows up. And says that he heard about Reba and he wants her to take him on their hunting trip because they're going around Black Lake and that's where his girlfriend is. Oh, we don't find that right away. At first, he's like, but I want to hunt game. And he's like the most awkward teen ever. Yeah. Wanting to hunt game. And Reba gets it out of him after she sends the two others, the two hillbillies away, like. What do you really want? I don't have a website. What do you really want? Yeah. Worst fucking script ever. Oh, I know. The dialogue is so terrible in the so script. Horrible. So terrible. Oh, my gosh. So so then we jump back to Connor. 
who goes home just to find more meat so he can take off again. One hot dog. No, he finds one hot dog. He finds one hot dog. It's actually, it looks like a kielbasa. It's way too big to be a hot dog. But it's, it's kind of sus that it was by itself in a little plastic bag. I'm just going to say that. It's very sus. Well, that's why it's kielbasa. One alone in a plastic bag. Yeah. Leftovers. Oh, okay. It looked raw. No, kielbasa is always pre-cooked. Okay. And if it was a hot dog, it would have been pre-cooked too. So, Are all hot dogs pre-cooked? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so he takes, he takes the, the hot dog or whatever it's supposed to be down to the water where the crocs have gotten noticeably bigger. And he throws it to them and he's like, sorry, you'll just have to share. And they start coming onto the land after him, but he just rides his bike away like he doesn't really notice. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, that's when Vika's dog is down there with them. No. No. Okay. So. Wait, what does happen then? No, that's when that happens. Because he comes home, he grabs the kielbasa, and he leaves. And Vika's like, no, your mom said that you were supposed to stay here. And she goes after him, her little Vespa. And... He is down there. He throws him the kibasi, and Teddy, the dog, comes up, and he's like, Teddy, come back. Teddy, come back, and that's when they eat the dog. See, I have it written down that he takes off again, and the, the, then the babysitter follows with the Pomeranian, and we get a church award. So I don't know what happened. He takes off from the house again with the kibasi down to the, the crocs. It might be written wrong. No, I, I took these notes. Okay. But that's yeah, that's when Teddy dies and Vika falls and then only gets chomped on her arm. Yeah, just her arm gets chomped on. Um then they go back to the uh sheriff who despite from being from Jersey is quite obviously Canadian. Because, hello, accent. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. He had a perfect New Jersey accent. That is Michael Ironside you're talking about? I will fight you to the death on this. Michael Ironside is a good actor. Not in this. But he was speaking with a Canadian accent. Um, Vika stumbles in all bloody to Connor and... um, Susan. Well, before that, that's when the boat gets Reba's boats out with the boat and the hunters. Mm-hmm. And the fucking monster croc, like, I don't know if it, like, spits his tail or what, but it, it flounces all four of them out of the boat. Yeah. Like, it doesn't hurt the boat because they use that boat later. It looks broken up at the time, but yeah, yeah. it's fine, apparently. Mm-hmm. And they all, all four jump, like, or get pushed, like, thrown out of the boat mm-hmm. and they have to swim to shore well one doesn't make it right. and reba like takes her knife and she's like gonna go after it it's like dumbass like they brent pulls her back like, yeah and they make it to shore well which doesn't matter though with these fucking crocs because i have some information for you if you'd like it yeah sure because i was like mm, 
Can Crocs really go this fast? Okay. Oh, yeah, they can. Land speed of an average human male is 8 miles per hour and 6.5 miles per hour for a female. Land speed of a normal Croc is 20 miles per hour for the yes. American Croc. Mm-hmm. Land speed of a monster Croc is 15 to 22. Yeah, Crocs are incredibly fast on land. I don't like Crocs anymore. And they are also very fast in water. They can outswim the fastest swimmer in the world, human swimmer in the world. They are... Basically, you cannot outrun them and you cannot outswim them, which is why that movie Crawl really annoyed me (laughs) because a teenage girl did both in that movie. And I was like, that's not fucking possible. That's not fucking fucking possible. Just like the wave, the the varying wounds that get made of the, the people like. Take Vika. How, why did just her arm get bitten? They could have easily gobbled her up, no problem. She was on the ground, hurts already. Right. Why and, just bite her arm and leave her alone? There's and no way they were full. The bite pressure from a croc's jaw easily snap your arm like a twig. Yeah, there's no way she should have just had like a bite wound. Yeah. Like it's not a cat. Right. You know, come on now. There was a lot of blood, but like there was not, the wound was not at all like something to be worried about, really. I mean,. Right. And it's like, how did you get away from it? Is what my question is. How, yeah. how the fuck did you get away Why from that Why did croc? it just bite her and then leave her alone? Like, none of these other crocs have done that. No, not at all. And, I mean, it's... it's it doesn't more... make any sense. You're right. Exactly. I don't I, I just... I get bothered by this. I don't know. Because it's just bothersome. Yeah. And then you got the four campers. Because you've got um, Ellie, Tara, Aaron... And the other idiot. I can't remember the other idiots. It doesn't even matter because he gets killed first. He's this misogynist pig that's peeking on the girls while they're changing into their bikinis. Yeah. And then gets eaten. I mean, that's the best just desserts mm-hmm. I've seen for a chat in a long time. Definitely. Um, then we go back to Reba. The, whoever edited this movie really annoyed me horrible editing just like jumping back and forth back and forth back and forth well did you see some of the camera work sometime where it was trying to be like artistic almost and it's like don't yeah. stop you look like you're in 80s tv uh music video stop it yeah i know please so reba Re- okay they're back in the boat and reba tells a story about shooting a giraffe at the zoo and how she got demoted to the souvenir shop instead of i don't know getting arrested yeah, that was before they were thrown out of the boat. I for- we forgot about that part. Oh, yeah. Reba takes aim at a cr- at an elk and a croc upends their boat. Sorry, I forgot about that. Cut past that. Um, yeah, because after they get upped out of the boat and their one, like, cannon gets killed, Fodder, her, and Brett are on land trying to make their way somewhere. Like, trying to get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. They don't even go back for the boat so much later. Which, how did the fucking boat end up at the cabin. They drove it there. So they got back to the boat somehow? Yeah. That, I. They don't really explain how they got back to the boat somehow. Okay, I thought I missed something. I'm like, I watched this movie. I wasn't even distractedly watching this movie. I watched this movie. Yeah, no, I saw. I watched this movie twice, and I'm like, how did they get back to the boat? They're just in the boat again. I thought maybe the boat just showed up at the cabin. Like, they came up to the cabin. I'm like, maybe the boat just showed up there. But, like, the boat was just falling. I'm like, a lost little sheep or something. No. No. Okay. So, the, the teens... Um, 
They go looking for Charlie. That's his name. That's the guy's name. The Chad. Um, this other boy is also a Chad. He is. Oh, God, he's a big one. They both are. Um, and the blonde gets attacked by the croc. Tara. Tara yeah. gets attacked by the croc. Um, then we're back to Connor and Susan. The crocs are back. This is my favorite line of dialogue in the entire whole entire movie. Where Connor says, Mom, the crocs are back. And Susan says, Connor, get away from the window. They can smell you through the glass. And she's like, maybe? I don't know. And then he goes, is that true? And she goes, I don't know, honey. Just And she waves him forward. And it's like... Movie is so stupid. What the fuck? Who wrote your dialogue? <laughs> I love how they got Vike Vika. Vika. They're not even trying like he like she's sitting there bleeding for like ten minutes while they're trying to call nine one one. Not even thinking, let's get a towel or let's let's put something to to stop the bleeding. I mean like she does send, she sends Connor to get something to stop after the ten bleeding. minutes though after he oh, she yeah. has him trying yeah. to call nine one one like maybe maybe that'd be like the thirst thought like let's stop the bleeding and then we'll call nine one one and then we'll call nine one one or yeah Jesus fucking Christ oh we forgot a whole big part too though how we meet the campers the four teens is they they find Nathan with a decapitated elk it's just the elk's head. oh yeah I forgot about that. That's when he's using his little antenna that Reba also has the same antenna to find big game. Can you explain that one to me? How the fuck do you find big game with an antenna? Well, it's reading the radio tags on their collars. How did Reba get one? I don't know. She bought one from the big game store. AKA Radio Shack Hillbilly style? Yeah, probably. Okay, fine. There are... there. There's... There's... There's these things... They're called holes. And this movie is like Swiss cheese. Plot holes, you mean? Yeah, but this is this is Swiss plot holes. Swiss plot holes. Swiss cheese plot holes. That's for sure. You could drive a truck through the plot holes in this movie. Yes, you can. So Susan tells Connor. Yes, like I'm just moving forward. I'm not even making fun. I'm just going to make So go a hole up in the bathroom. They all go into the bathroom and then Susan goes back out there. And the crocs try to get in through the windows and get at her, but they can't quite do it. Uh, then we go back to Reba again, who discovers that Brett is after his girlfriend who went camping with another boy. Yeah, that whole thing just keeps on threading itself throughout the whole movie, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just a stalker. Like, Yeah. And it doesn't even get to the end. Like, oh, he's a grad student who, who, who tricked her into thinking that he was cheating on him and... Like this whole big thing. I don't know. It's just funny. Yeah. And she's like jealous and stalkerish much. Um, then we go back to uh, the family at the cabin. Nate gets, gets home. And he uh, reprimands Connor about not telling them about the crocodiles and the meat stealing. And then Connor owns him with a, I thought parents were supposed to look after their kids line, which is like a little too self-aware for this kid, but. Especially for a kid as dumb as this one. Yeah. So dumb. Okay. PSA of why stupid people should not have children. This is a PSA for that. Yeah. Because if you're stupid and you have kids, your kids will feed baby crocs. They will grow up and kill lots and lots of people. Yes. Don't have kids. So. 
Susan tries to use a chainsaw and she can't get it to work. She's pulling on the chain and pulling on the chain. And finally, Connor's like, it's put, got to push the red button. So she does. And then it works. And she's like, how did you know that? And he's like, it's always the red button. Ha ha ha. Can I die yet? (laughs) Fuck. This movie's not going fast enough for my liking. That's why I'm trying to get through it. I'm just trying to, like, trudge through it like it's mud. (laughs) So I love this part. They're outside of the cabin dealing with the croc. And then they have to run back for the house because it's not working. (laughs) I love that part. And Vika has locked them out of the cabin. Yes. So then he's... So then Nathan grabs the chainsaw and he just, like... (laughs) chainsaws into the door a little bit and suddenly it opens yeah he, he chainsaws like a line like a zigzag and then like he shoulders he, it open like that helped like yeah it didn't do anything but i don't but, understand so then so then they get inside and they try to close the door well it's not working they can't they're not stronger than this crocodile so they make a run for it and they leave vika they're like vika move and like she doesn't move she's like she's like shocked in place they're like okay well they just okay. leave her. They just run and leave her there. And she gets eaten by the crocodile. And it's like, what the fuck? Well, even better is what happens next. Because Michael Ironside's character, Sheriff, is in the car. And mm-hmm. like, oh, he's awake now. It's okay. You know, he's awake. He can get out. Oh, no. That croc drags that fucking car into the river. Yes. The giant croc is there. And he drives the car into the la- or drags the car into the lake and eats the sheriff out of the car. Yes. Bye-bye, Sheriff. Bye-bye, Sheriff. See, Michael, you shouldn't take this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, horrible. <laughs> Reba. Reba and the two guys managed to kill one croc, but immediately afterwards, the curly-haired guy gets his head eaten off. Fodder. Fodder. Fodder's dead now. Fodder's dead. Oh, yeah. And doesn't Reba, like, decapitate that croc? With her knife or something? No, she stabs it with a knife. I thought she decapitated. Maybe it's later in the cabin she decapitates one with her she fucking gets knife. Dragged away at this point, she with the croc oh, grabs onto her leg and drags her away. Brett tries to shoo the croc, but he gets Reba instead in the shoulder. <laughs> Should have let the croc eat this kid a long time ago. This kid, he is an idiot. We need like a dumbass award, like the Brett Award, like the biggest the, dumbass. The biggest. Although dumbass. he's kind of tied with Connor, but Connor's yeah. got age working for him. Like this would be Connor if Connor grew up twenty years later, I guess. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this will be Connor in college. Um. So this is when they get back into the in Reba's boat and go to the cabin. I don't know how they get the boat back, but they somehow do. Brett wants to go back for ellie they're like you're insane we're not gonna go out there and look for your girlfriend we've got to get to safety so he threatens them all with the gun and steals the boat so he can go looking for ellie and you got thinking of is is this when ellie and aaron are fighting like we're gonna go this way no brett's here i found his jacket he's here for me no that was a while ago was it yeah i just skipped it He's here for me. Well, the two kids that are left go their own way. I think Aaron makes it like five feet and he gets killed. Yeah, he does. He does not make it far at all. No, he does not. Um, 
So everybody in the cabin, they lock them themselves the, inside the bathroom and leave Reba. Again, they leave somebody to fight a croc. <laughs> this time they leave Reba to fight a croc. She's got a knife and she stabs it in the head. And um, Then we go back to Brett. He finally finds Ellie. And there is a croc there at the shore in between the two of them. And he's yelling at her to get away from the shore. Like, that would matter, because the croc can just run up onto the shore faster than you can get away. Yeah. Um, and Brett and Ellie have a tender reunion right before a croc eats Brett. Aw, but at least she got closure, right? Sure. That croc got closure, too, right around Brett's body. So then we're back to the <sighs> cabin again. What? I can't win with you today. What? That croc got closure, too, around Brett's body. Oh, that wasn't even funny. I quit. (laughs) I quit you. I quit this movie. I quit everything. Um, Oh, so Reba won Croc Zero. She manages to kill the Croc. They make a run for it after Ellie finds them. Mm -hmm. They run back to town, smash a window, and go into the grocery store. They want to call the police. Susan, does anyone have a quarter? Ellie, it's 911. You don't need money. Thank you for that PSA, Ellie. I have a further PSA. Yes, what is it? Okay, so you know how Susan goes to the phone, but it's out of order anyway? Yeah. You could still call 911 from an out of order phone and it'll still get you 911. Yeah. Yeah, unless the line is physically cut, it'll still get you 911. Maybe the line was cut. Yeah, out of order. I really doubt the landline was cut on it. Maybe it was. Yeah, the croc cut the line and then put the sign up to confuse Susan. <laughs> of course it did. Yes, that's what happened. Well, if the landline was cut and somebody knew about it, they'd put up an out of order sign. I, I can't anymore. Keep going. I'm, I'm, I'm dead. So, two crocs follow them back from the lake and to the grocery store and into the grocery store. One eats Reba. Nope. Sad face. Only for this movie. They take the grocery man's truck and run it into a gas pump. <laughs> then they grab... Wait. I'm sorry. You missed the best scene in the grocery store, though. Go ahead. Connor gets his foot taken by one of the crocs. So what does Susan do? She takes meat and throws it throws it at the croc. But she doesn't throw it anywhere near the croc at first. Like, she kind of whiffs it. Like, here, croc. And, like, gets it, like, ten feet away from its head, like, closer to her. Yeah. Like, here, croc. Like, throwing meat at this thing. Like, lady. Yeah. You were useless, and you should have died a long time ago. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. Is she useless? She amazes me. <sighs> I love how they do eat that cro- the grocer in half, too. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty good fucking death. Yeah, the grocer shows up to see who, you know, triggered the alarm and immediately gets eaten by a croc. <laughs> but anyway, so they take the grocer's truck. They run it into a gas pump. They feed the gas into the croc's mouth with the hose. <laughs> and then um, Connor throws... Nathan Vika Zippo so he lights up the crock and I was like no it's breathing fire it's Trogdor <laughs> but that killed it 
Uh, then it ends with a scene where the dad is leading tours around the lake and he tells everyone that the crocs are extinct. Um, and then a, after they leave the lake, a giant croc lunges out of the water at the camera. And you saw the little baby crocs. Yes. You saw the little baby crocs down there too. Yes. Okay. I'm going to spoil something for you for the next movie. Although it's not really a spoiler because you start watching the next movie. Reba's now an EPA agent. She goes from badass hunter to EPA agent. How's that for a twist? How is she even alive? <laughs> Her torso is now an EPA agent, Chaos, okay? Her, Her bottom torso. half is still a hunter. Her bottom half is still a hunter. Half hunter, half EPA agent. I want to see her I, in a okay. wheelchair. I love how Nathan feeds the credit card machine in, and the director thought it was important to show how much gas he was using when he was filling the gas full yes. of the, the crack full. Like, who gives a damn? <laughs> like, it's like the, it's the small things. It was somebody after my own heart. Like, he had to feed the machine his credit card to pay for yes, the gas. Yes, and he even asks, like, what their zip code is or something. Like, it's yes, so oh my God. <laughs> banal. <laughs> this movie is so horrible, and I hate you for it. I was oh my god I laughed so hard throughout this entire movie I cried tears of sadness for our friendship I laughed so hard you laughed at our friendship I can tell I can tell no I laughed at the movie (laughs) Uh, I got nothing I got no trivia I got no fan fiction there's nothing left in my soul well that's a little dramatic i did the whole summary you finish us off i have i have nothing but i have nothing but a rating that's all i have left in me well let's do ratings then you go first here's your pick um i'm gonna rate this movie okay it's definitely a two and a half the only reason why it gets a, a two and a half is that it was funny as fuck that's the only reason. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give this a 1.67. And the only reason it got a 0.67 because Yancey Butler's hot. And that's really all I had going for. <laughs> so, yeah. There you go. I just, I did not, like, it was so stupid. But it wasn't so stupid it was funny to me. It was just, God, this, oh, this God. dialogue is horrible. It's cringeworthy in parts. And I don't like cringing during my movies. I don't know why. It gives me a visceral, like, shudder. Like, I get an actual cringe. And it was cringeworthy in many parts. The dialogue was terrible. So terrible. The cinematography was horrible. So horrible. The 80s MTV movie, video movie thing was, when they were trying to do trick photography, it was so bad. The editing was terrible. The storyline was horrible. Mm-hmm. The CGI was horrible. I even had mm-hmm. a joke. I forgot to tell my joke. I said, what do you take when you take two Canadians, a Scot, two Brits, American, a Welshman, a Norwegian, and a Bulgarian, and put it with five poorly rendered CGI crocs? This movie. Not a good joke, but, you know, that's my joke for today. It's horrible. It's horrible. No redeeming value. No nutritional value. I lost brain cells watching it. And it had nothing to do with the original, except that there were crocodiles in the lake. This movie was so bad that I can't even remember the original now. I remember a woman pushing a cow. I think it was Betty White. Betty White pushing a cow to a croc. A monster croc. Yeah, it was Betty White. That was all I remember from that movie. That was a pretty good scene right there, though. Let's be honest. Sure. Do you want to just... 
make a fan fiction or do you want to pimp us to get us out? What do you feel like doing tonight? Do you think we should make a fan fiction since there is none? Yeah, sure. We got to make up fan fiction. Okay. Connor dies a horrible death in a meat grinder. <laughs> Susan wants to have another kid, but Nathan unfortunately had his gonads ripped off in a wood chipping accident. And they remained childless. How is, and the world how remained is this a happy fan forever. Fiction? This is just something that happened to everybody. It's my fan this fiction. Is, this is like the. This is like that ending from that movie, like Scotty died in Vietnam, like whatever that movie was. Stand by me. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. It's like a Stand by Me ending. That's all it is. It's not a story. Okay, my story is this. That was my story. <laughs> the world remains stupidity free because little Connor died. What kind of accident did I give him? I didn't... I don't remember now. It was a boat propeller. Let's just call it that. He died in a boat propeller accident. He fell off. Well, I can't say that. He fell off a rowboat. No, a bass boat, a cruising boat. And he, he ran into the propeller and he just died. And then they couldn't have any more kids. So it was wonderful. Nice. What's your fan fiction? Um, I'm going to say my fan fiction is that Connor grows up with the aspirations of becoming an EPA agent like his dad only to be eaten by the crocodiles in the lake because no matter how many times they try, they still can't get the crocodiles out of the motherfucking lake and one of the crocodiles runs for president and wins and we have a crocodile president for four years. I'd be down with that actually. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to vote for the crocodile that killed Connor because that's kind of wins me. Look, child killer president. Okay. That's his, Listen, that's I his platform. I want, like John Wayne Gacy that's to be president. That's his platform. That's that's what he runs on. I killed the most annoying I kid alive. I killed the most annoying kid alive, and everybody's like, "Yeah, I can get behind that." Score. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. Um, I guess we should pimp and get out. Um, we are part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Morbidlybeautiful.com is your place for all things horror. You should definitely check out their podcast network that will be linked in the show, show notes for a bunch of other great shows that you might like as much as us. Maybe. Hard to say. But, you know, um, give them a listen because they're really good. And we are on all the social medias. We are on Facebook. We have a Facebook group that's moderated by our social media Maverick Maverick. We have a Twitter and an Instagram, which is where we spend most of our time online. And a slasher for all you horror lovers. Slasher is the social media community just for horror fans. Um, we also would appreciate a review wherever you listen. It really helps us out. It helps us get new ears on the show. And um, we have a merch store, so that'll be linked in the show notes, too. If you've got some flash to cash, we've got some flash to cash, some cash to flash. So if you've got some cash to flash, we've got uh, merch. We've got several designs designed by me, Chaos. And Carnage does our uh, marketing. And I also do our editing. And that's it from me, folks. So I'll just say goodbye and thanks for listening and stay bloodthirsty, friends. 
Good night from Carnage, and as always, we are filmed in front of a live studio audience of Baby Crocs.